your hand in your skirt Cause keep your hand in your skirt Is a fun way to remind yourself To mind your own business You are a woman who manages her own set point So ladies, keep your hand in your skirt Hello and welcome Keep your hand in your skirt Have you been keeping your hand in your skirt? minding your own business, managing your own set point, your vibration. What is your vibration? Would you like to raise it? Today's topic, today's topic is belonging. What does that word belonging mean to you? When you think of I belong, what does that mean? Do you belong to a group? Do you belong to a tribe? Do you, where do you belong? Do you belong anywhere? Have you been chasing belonging? So, I want to take a deep dive in the topic of the theme of belonging um, because, first of all, I've shared with you in the past that I am a member of Soul Matters. It is an amazing, amazing group of people that get together. I do it through the Unitarian Universalist Church, or I don't know if it's called the Church, Unitarian Universalist Organization, maybe is the right word, and they have um, something that is called Soul Matters. I think you can also find it online and join it online. And every month they have a different theme. And then you do different readings, different activities to really reflect on what does belonging mean to you. And you can really like do a deep dive in your own personal belief about it. If you would maybe like to flip or change any beliefs about it, it's just a great time for personal reflection. So belonging, what does belonging mean to you? So as I uh, was playing with it this month in order to, to do it for my Soul Matters class, you know, I thought initially, like, it's kind of a sad word. <laughs> it can be a sad word. Like, if it feels like most humans try to belong, chase belonging. Most people want, you know, have a deep, deep hunger, deep desire to belong, yet most people don't feel like they they belong. Most people feel like they're outsiders. They're left out. They're the misfit. They're the they're the one that that's not included. And maybe not in all areas of your life. Maybe just certain areas of your life. Maybe within your family, you felt like you were like the misfit, the black sheep. Maybe at your workplace, you feel like you don't belong. Maybe. Um, with different organizations or hobbies or clubs that you're in. Maybe you just feel like, you know, you're just always kind of the outsider. So what does it mean to belong and why are we chasing it? So this has really uh, led me to my beliefs about belonging. And I was thinking about how, how when we're raised, when we're children, we, we are so smart, right? without even having the words to articulate it, without even having the, the knowledge, we intuitively do, we intuitively create patterns or behaviors to, to survive. So we quickly, most children are very empathic, most quickly uh, children are very sensitive and they can quickly read the room and they can quickly understand what their caregivers like and dislike. So if your caregivers, your parents didn't like certain things about your personality and you wanted to belong to them, you wanted to feel accepted, you wanted to be a part of the tribe, you wanted to matter, and you looked at your parents as the, the indicators if you do matter or if you don't matter, 
if you look at them, right, which is innocent children, you are looking at your outside worlds to, to see how they treat you. And if they treat you poorly, then you quickly learn to, to dismiss those parts of you or to hide those parts of you or to shame those parts of you or to ignore those parts of you. So uh, Seth would call it, um, if you've listened to Seth uh, from Jane Roberts, Seth talks about your personality self. And in your personality self, you fragment off. So what that would mean is like, so think of your three-year-old self or your five-year-old self and say your five-year-old self is really sensitive and you cry really easy or you, you're emotional really easy, you get mad really easy or you're just, you're just intense really easy. And your caregivers, for whatever reason, don't like that about you. So they shame you, you know, stop your crying or I'll give you something to cry about. Or you're, you're not allowed to, to have anger, right? I, I heard a horrible, uh, I heard a horrible thing this week. This one uh, man said to his grandchild, um, because his grandchild was crying and he didn't like it. He didn't like to see his grandchild display that, that crying. So he, he told him to stop his crying or he'd slap him from here till next week. So I'm just like, wow, like he thinks he's helping his grandchild get his emotions under control, but he's really like shaming his grandchild. He's really like making his grandchild wrong for being sensitive, for being emotional and then threatening him right? With physical slapping. So would he slap him from here to next week? I doubt it. But the fact that he said it, it just like made me feel so like it gave me so much awareness. Like what did our little children go through? What did you go through as a young child? What strange and unusual sayings did your caregivers say to you? I mentioned before, one of the sayings in my house is stop your crying or I'll give you something to cry about, right? So we were literally threatened with being hit if we cried. And so instead of like our parents asking us or our caregivers saying like, wow, you're really inside your emotional body. What's going on right now, right? So what we learn to do subconsciously, consciously, we, we're smart, right? We don't want to be in pain. So we quickly learn to dismiss, to hide, to suppress, to, to get rid of those pieces of us that are not accepted in order to belong because it's our, that's our innate need. Tony Robbins talks about six basic human needs and belonging is one, being seen, being significant, being validated is one of our basic human needs. And so I was thinking like, well, it like makes so much sense now as an adult, now as an adult and I'm, my logical mind understands and has tools and information about my emotional body and, and what happens in my heart, what happens in my innocent body, my childhood body. So now it's my job, it's my responsibility to gather all of those fragmented pieces of me, all of those aspects of me that have been hidden, suppressed, shamed, uh, compromised, sacrificed, ignored, invisible, right? It's, it's my job to take those pieces of me that I literally cut off and bring them back to me by honoring them, by seeing them, by validating them. And it's not the easiest, it's not the easiest thing to do. And so as I was doing the, um, as I was doing the, the reflection for the for this week, and as I was doing the work, I decided to write a letter to myself about 
why, like why this journey of belonging has been a challenge for me, why this journey of feeling like I matter has been so difficult for me, right? So as a, a person who was raised to be a codependent, as a person who is aware that I have codependent tendencies, codependent behaviors, like how do I get healthy? How do I, how do I change those patterns? How do I rearrange those patterns so my life works for me in an easier way? So I manifest and attract quality people that also have healthy patterns. How, how do I go about doing that? And one of the things I've discovered, one of the things I've learned that really helps me integrate the pieces of me, really helps me to, to raise my set point, to raise my vibration, to keep my hands in my skirt, is to, when I feel invisible, when I feel dismissed, when I feel vulnerable, instead of shaming that part of me, instead of suppressing that part of me I try to I just try to hold her I just try to honor her I just try to let that fragmented broken part of me be seen so I I wrote a letter about to myself to my younger self about belonging and I'd like to re read it to you so here it goes dear sweet child you have had an interesting relationship with belonging Belonging is your basic human right. Belonging belongs to you. It is not something you earn or prove you are worthy to receive it. Belonging is your birthright. Over the years, because somehow you knew you deserved to belong, but you didn't know how to access it, you created many stories, many experiences, and you tried to force it to happen. You played many roles in hopes one day you would land the role of being a person who belongs. You literally danced and performed to belong. You cut off your emotions to belong. You suppressed, ignored, dismissed emotions to belong. You tolerated, sacrificed, and compromised to belong. You overgave to belong. You worked hard at being, you worked hard to belong. You neglected yourself to belong. You tried faking and camouflaging. You pretended to others and to yourself that you did belong. The theme of belonging has impacted your whole life. So what did you discover, my sweet, wonderful child? You discovered no one can give you belonging. Belonging has to come from the inside. If you depend on someone else to make you feel like you belonged, when that outside condition or person changes, then you feel alone again. You have to belong to yourself first. You have to, no matter what, belong to you. You can and always will be there for you. Yes, you might have moments of disappointment with yourself. You might have times you dismiss and ignore your needs. But always, always, you find yourself. You always find your way back to you. The more you're connecting with your whole self, your multidimensional self, 
all of the fragmented pieces of you can return. The many aspects of your personality self that have felt invisible, unwanted, suppressed, and betrayed by you are now returning home. The more you become in alignment with your whole self, the easier and safer it is to integrate all of those pieces of you, all that you are. It is your birthright to know, to be, perceive, and receive belonging. You belong because you do. I see all your pieces. All of the pieces matter. All of the pieces of you belong. You are loved and adored, supported and cherished. Love your whole self, multidimensional self, Sabrina Brightstar. That's the name I give my multidimensional self, the Sabrina Brightstar. That's where she was birthed from. She is my multidimensional archetype or aspect, the name I give for my whole self. So it was like amazing, right? It was like amazing to like talk to the aspects of me that I've dismissed, to, to honor those aspects of me that I've hidden or suppressed or been ashamed of that I felt too vulnerable to let people know that part of me, to see that, that wounded part of me, those scars, and, and to really hold space for that. And something really significant, something really significant is happening inside of me, being able to, to share that to, with myself, most importantly, right? To be able to, to be to give myself that support that kindness that nurturing right we all want to be nurtured we all want to be in the the womb of of care and gentleness and kindness and so it's my job to give that to myself to the aspects of me that that got neglected and so as i'm holding myself and as i'm nurturing myself and caring for myself and allowing myself it's empowering me and I'm, i feel stronger i feel more complete i feel not that I have an end game to get to. I don't have a, like a destination that I'm, I'm longing for. I just really want to allow myself. I just really want to allow all these pieces to be seen without shame, without embarrassment, without pretending, right? Like, who cares? The other day, I like cried hysterically in front of someone. Like, I, I, like, I showed my like intense vulnerability. And the person didn't know how to receive it. And then that was painful because I couldn't receive my intense emotional state and that's okay. They're just wounded. So they, you know, wounded people can't receive wounded people can't see you and that's okay. But then it just gives me the data. It gives me the awareness that, that this, these parts of me, these sacred parts of me, like I need, I need to be protective who I share those sacred parts of me with. I don't want to just share them with anyone. I don't want to expose myself to, to someone who doesn't have the ability or the capacity to, to honor those pieces of me. And, and that's okay. And 
it's just, there's just so much information, but I do really feel, I do really feel like collectively we are healing. We are like holing, right? Instead of holes, H-O-L-E-S, right? Where we've got all these like holes inside of us. We're holing, we're, we're whole, like the, if you think of a piece of fabric with all these holes, like we're sewing it together, we're bridging it together. We're like, we're coming back to the truth of who we are. We're taking our sovereignty back. We're, we're taking our vulnerability back. We're taking all of our emotional bodies back and we, we, we're honoring them, we're holding them, we're loving them. And, and it's, it's making all of our pieces stronger. It's making all of, all of our, our being more authentic, right? Because when I can let you see all of me, if you're a safe place, and if I can let you see all of me, like it helps me to be more all of me. It helps me to be me, to be authentically me, to be the original me without jumping through hoops to try to dazzle you, without jumping through hoops to try to make you like me or try to make you like approve of me or give me validation. Like my validation needs to come from me. I need to belong to me. I need to belong to me. So what does belonging mean to you? Keep your hand in your skirt. Thanks for listening. Have a great afternoon.